0: Welcome to the RV podcast. This is episode 449
1: and this week we talk about how not to get burned at the RV dealer over an extended warranty.
0: Also this week the RV lifestyle social media buzz expensive road tolls out east.
1: Advice on how to prep your RV for sale to get the best price.
0: And then a tragic story about an RVer who his uh, RV fell on him
1: and killed him. Perfect camping trip hot dog and sauerkraut meal. We're going to share that recipe.
0: And how to get exercise while traveling.
1: Hello, everybody. I'm Mike Wendlin, and this is my lifelong traveling companion and my bride, Jennifer. And welcome to the RV Podcast. This week we come to you from Lab Lolly Ridge, our little five-acre RV retreat that we've carved out of the woods in uh, uh, near uh, Linden, Tennessee, in Middle Tennessee, uh, at the Woodlands. Uh, and we've been here for a couple of days. We've been a little bit everywhere, haven't we? <laughs> we have been. We were uh, in traveling around
0: Michigan before we came here and made a stop in another location in Tennessee, so we've just Than little busybodies.
1: Yes, we have really, we took off uh, for the, um, you know, for the long Memorial Day weekend. Uh, Really, uh, the middle of last week, we took the Class C Motorhome, our Leisure Travel Vans Unity, to uh, southeastern Michigan. We camped at Addison Oaks Park one and, uh, of our favorite
0: places to go
1: one of the nicest it's a county park one of the nicest parks we have found anywhere in the country
0: i think we got to remind people about county parks
1: county don't parks don't just go yes. to the
0: state parks yeah check out those county parks th-
1: this is an awesome one addison oaks county park if you're in southeast of michigan check that out and one of the nice things about having the class c rv is that uh Uh, We can mooch dock. you know, it's easy to drive it around. It becomes your transportation, and we took Bo to the dog park. We had lots of fun with him, Uh, visited our daughter and her family, and uh, then we drove back across Michigan to our property uh, in uh, southwestern Michigan near Kalamazoo, and we dropped off the Class C, picked up the truck, and drove down here to Tennessee, where now we are in our fifth wheel at uh, Loblolly Ridge, and uh, just enjoying the peace and quiet and the beautiful uh, mountaintop woods down here.
0: And we're going to take the fifth wheel back to Michigan because we need it for our gathering.
1: Yes, our uh, our big Mackinac meetup is uh, coming up just in a couple of weeks up in uh, at the very tip of the Lower Peninsula Mint. And I guess we should probably tell everybody that uh, we have set up uh, a fall gathering. And uh, we'll have all the details up for you and links um, over the next week or so. But just so you want to know about it, because it will sell out fast. It's limited to just 30 spots. Uh, And it will be October 2nd to the 5th in Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee. Can we tell everybody we're going to also all go to the Grand Ole Opry? Those that want to go. Those that want to go. We bought some tickets. We got some tickets and you can pick up a ticket as well. Uh, and that will be October 2nd through the 5th. Details you'll find uh, on the uh, our social media. We'll announce it as soon as the, uh, the 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 reservation site goes live, which we expect to happen this week. I can't wait for our fall meetup. I can't wait for our uh, Mackinac meetup coming up in just a couple of weeks, and we should tell everybody that we have some fabulous prizes. Uh, all of our Uh, podcast sponsors and a couple of new ones have joined in and they're contributing some great prizes and um, we're going to have a great time. I hope the weather is as good as it has been this past week.
0: (laughs) I sure hope so too.
1: All right. RVers are talking about a lot of things out there on our social media uh, RV Lifestyle Facebook group. If you're not a member, you should check it out. 182,000 members now. And uh, it's like the Google (laughs) <laughs> of um, of RV lifestyle information. If you have a question, you'll get almost an immediate answer. But you'll also hear lots of comments about what is on people's mind.
0: And Wendy Boyer does just a great job of uh, weekly telling us top topics that people are talking about, like, you know, where's everybody going for Memorial Day? And just uh, helpful
2: hints and tips and things that catch her eye.
1: Well, let's check in with her right now.
2: Hi, Mike and Jen. Last weekend was the official kickoff of summer with Memorial Day weekend. And we had many people over there posting pictures of themselves and their families out there camping. It was great. Uh, One of my favorites of these posts was Jeff from Jeffrey. And Jeffrey wrote, where is everyone camping this Memorial Day weekend? And he got so many responses. And what was really cool to see is people were all over the place. We're talking Oklahoma, Ohio, South Dakota. California, Louisiana, South Carolina. It was pretty fun to see. And we also had lots of pictures of people showing us their rigs all dressed up patriotically for the holiday. Uh, One of my favorites was from Eric, and he and his wife and dog are camp hosting over at a state park in Delaware, and they even dressed up their dog. We also had many tips. Uh, One was from John. John was on the East Coast, and he was trying to get to Rhode Island. And his warning was, do not drive your rig over the George Washington Bridge. Now, the George Washington Bridge connects New Jersey and Manhattan. And guess how much he paid to drive it one way? $92. I couldn't believe it. Um, It got lots of responses. And one of my favorite responses was from Donald, who wrote, What are you thinking? Driving your RV in New York City? And John said that it's all Google Maps' fault. He was just trying to get to Rhode Island, and the map program directed him over this bridge in New York City. Uh, So that's a good warning for all of us to beware of map programs. And the last tip came from Jane. And it was also a warning. Jane was driving down a country road when someone pulled up next to them and kind of motioned for them to pull off. And so they did. And when they got to the side of the road, they noticed one of their trailer tires had been shredded. And I'm talking really shredded. And Jane said that they had done all the things before their trip, they had checked the tire pressure, they had looked everything over, their trailer tires were only a year and a half old, but this happened. And she believes the culprit was a big pothole they hit. And what was so crazy is they didn't hear it, they didn't feel it, yet this pothole not only shredded their tire, but bent their rim, and she said it could have been so much worse. So the warning from Jane was beware of potholes out there. And they do seem to be everywhere, don't they? Or is that just me? And that's it from me this week. I'm Wendy Boyer, and I'll see you over at the RV Lifestyle Facebook group.
1: i got to say that the thing that worries me the most uh, is uh, tire blowouts.
2: (laughs) I was going to say
0: that as well. Yeah. I mean, because your tires are fine, you take off, and we cringe. Yeah. Every state we go in, there are all these gigantic potholes. And you oh. hit them, and you just go, "Oh, there's no place to go." You know, you gotta hit them.
1: Now we're hooking up our fifth wheel and heading back up to Michigan because we'll be, you know, heading our summer uh, travel, and we want to have this with us. We keep it during the winter. We keep it down here in Tennessee, um, but we have to drive I-65, and I'm telling you, the stretch around Louisville, Kentucky is absolutely one of the worst roads we have found anywhere in the country. They just never fix it. It's never fixed. You know, roads I, are horrible. Just I guess horrible. what
0: surprises me is that they don't have pothole crews, but then some of those big
1: just drop-offs. They're like they're not potholes. They're they, like pot yeah. mountains, subterranean Yeah, some you are mountains. driving and whoa. Yeah. And, you Chasms. Know, I mean...
0: <laughs> you would go slower, but you'd get everybody mad at you. I mean, if you went 40, that was prob- would probably be too fast.
1: Yeah. Hey, uh, one of the things we all love to talk about when we're camping is um, sharing food and sharing recipes, and uh, that's why we started a sister blog called CampingFoodRecipes.com. And I don't know if you have had a chance to check it off, but the whole goal of it, because it's written by Real RVers, uh, the whole goal is to make your meal planning and prep and uh, the food that you consume while you're on a camping trip as easy and as delicious as possible. And we have so many great recipes on there. Please go check out CampingFoodRecipes.com. Um, Jerica Ma is our uh, editor for CampingFoodRecipes.com. She has a recipe near and dear to my heart, and I think you even like this one.
0: (laughs) Yes, I think everybody loves hot dogs, and uh, I think most people like sauerkraut, too. I love sauerkraut. But
1: you got to make the sauerkraut the right way. Here's Jerika Ma from CampingFoodRecipes.com.
3: Hey, Mike and Jennifer and Camping Foodies. Jericha here with CampingFoodRecipes.com. And this week for our recipe of the week, I actually have two recipes for you um, because they kind of go hand in hand. The first is homemade sauerkraut. And if you're wondering what that goes hand in hand with, I bet you jump straight to New York style hot dogs. At least I hope you did because that's the other recipe that we have this week. So if you go to our website and and see the homemade sauerkraut, you will be amazed at how easy it is to make. I I didn't realize that you can make sauerkraut with only two ingredients um, and just some patience really uh, while you wait for it to ferment. Um, But we have a couple tips on that and even to add even more flavor to that, which makes your New York style hot dogs even better. And of course, New York style hot dogs has the sauerkraut and the onion sauce and all the other goodies um, that lets you enjoy those authentic, you know, Big Apple hot dogs wherever you travel. Um, so be sure to check out both of those recipes at the same time. Just keep in mind that the homemade sauerkraut, you need at least two weeks um, to make it because you really want to give it time to ferment and to get that nice um, flavor the perfect flavor for your own taste and we tell you you know how to monitor it to make sure it's exactly how you like it Um, and then of course the easy recipe for the new york style hot dogs and don't forget to also go to the website to submit your own favorite camping recipe at the top of the website you'll just see a tab that says submit a recipe you click on that Send in um, your information, and hopefully you'll get to see it featured on campingfoodrecipes.com. So thank you for tuning in this week. Um, Be sure to check out those tasty recipes, and I will see you next week with our next favorite camping food recipe. So I think that inspired me to
0: make Uh, sauerkraut. I've never even thought about making sauerkraut. We just got it from a can, but that looks
1: so much better.
0: Yeah, it really does. Something we can do.
1: It's also healthy for you
0: yeah and you know send your recipes in help us out here share your favorites
1: yes so so go check it out campingfoodrecipes.com and we would love to hear your recipes as well Uh, again it's uh, an rv cooking site for by real rvers and uh, check out the recipes that are there there there's some great ones all right
0: and i gotta say jerica is a camper and she's also a foodie and she loves doing this
1: yeah and uh um she's got some great recipes Mm -hmm. Can't wait to try all of them. All right. Hey, when we come back, an important topic. Uh, If you've ever been to an RV dealer and they try to sell you an extended warranty, we want to give you some advice. Don't buy it at the dealer. And whatever you do, don't wrap it into your financing. We've got some great advice on what is an extended warranty, why you do need one, and how to get the best price on one. All that's coming up in our interview of the week, which is right after this. The one thing that can ruin a perfect RV trip is a bad mattress. And believe us, we know over the years, we've tried many and found them all wanting until now.
0: Now we sleep on the RV mattress by Brooklyn Bedding. Quite simply, it's the best we've ever slept on.
1: We chose a queen-sized Aurora Luxe medium-firm mattress that arrived tightly rolled in a box. All we had to do is put it on the bed, unroll it, and wait for it to recover from the compression. Then we put the sheets and the bed covers on, and we found we slept so well on it that we ordered another one for our home.
0: That's how comfortable it is. Our sleep is now so luxurious and deep that we can't imagine using a different mattress.
1: Shipping is free, and if you're disappointed with the current mattress in your RV, you owe it to yourselves to try the RV mattress by Brooklyn Bedding. Brooklyn Bedding sends out all of their RV mattresses from their own factory in Arizona. That means they're able to use premium materials at a reasonable price for you, with no middleman bringing up the cost.
0: And right now, if you visit rvmattress.com slash you'll get the maximum discount off your mattress with the promo code RV lifestyle. Again, use the promo code RV lifestyle for a big discount on your RV mattress by Brooklyn Bedding.
1: We're sure you'll be as thrilled with your RV mattress by Brooklyn Bedding as we are with ours. It really is the most comfortable mattress we've ever slept on. Time now for our interview of the week. And you know, if you've ever bought an
0: RV at a dealer, how they try to sell you an extended warranty. Well, we're going to give you some reasons why that really isn't a good idea.
1: At least to buying it from the dealer isn't so much a good idea. Uh, I'm a big believer in extended warranties, but uh, it's just like with, with regular insurance and term insurance, you really have to shop around. And that's why we are pretty big fans of wholesale warranties.
0: And you never want to buy that insurance and then throw it in with your financing of your vehicle because, boy, the interest Oh
1: my gosh, that yeah. you'll be
0: paying. You don't want to do that.
1: Well, to help us understand what you should look for in an extended warranty, um we've invited Jim Hoffman. He is a... Uh, uh, the v- Vice President of Operations for Wholesale Warranties. And he is going to uh, walk us through um, the basics of uh, what's involved in, uh, in uh, an extended warranty and why buying from the dealer is not necessarily in your best interest. Well, Jim Hoffman joins us right now. Jim, a uh, pleasure to have you on the podcast. How you been? Uh,
4: We've been excellent. Pleasure is all mine. Thank you for having
1: me. Oh, it's good to have you guys. we had you guys on before, and we've been uh, a, a fan of you, of wholesale warranties for a long time. But so many new people have come into the uh, uh, RV lifestyle. I think it's good to touch some bases here. Would you start? what is, in terms of uh, the RV lifestyle, what is an extended warranty?
4: Yeah, and to your point, I think the pandemic had just through this whole industry kind of popsy-turvy, right? So uh, what we offer, what Wholesale Warranties does is we offer an extended service contract or an extension of a manufacturer's warranty after that manufacturer warranty expires.
1: So so talk about that. In an extended service, it means you know you get a year, whatever it normally is, uh, you extend it to, for a certain length of, of time. Um, but, but what does it cover? What are some of the things on, with an RV that it covers?
4: sure so our so the intent for the extended warranty products that we offer is a mechanical component of a rig and um, so if you think about your awnings or you think about your slide outs or your leveling jacks all those all those components are controlled by a mechanical component uh, and what we offer is a product that says if when those mechanical components break or fail this warrant warranties are designed to pay
1: for the repairs of, of those components well why don't we, you give us an idea from all your years of having these uh, these extended warranties what uh, what are the main things that break in an RV and what, maybe you can talk about the repair cost if you, if you have to shoulder those yourself
4: Yeah and the, the repair cost almost comes with an asterisk right because the pandemic what we saw during the pandemic was prices for parts specifically. Um, or a a lack of inventory. And we also saw a little bit of decline on the lack of uh, knowledgeable and certified techs. So the price points have gone up quite a bit um, over the last few years. But I would say for those either new to the RVing world or have been doing it for years, your slide outs and your leveling systems usually give you the most headache. Uh, And so those those two are, are always in the top five. And then behind that is usually plumbing, um, because I think a lot of people don't necessarily take the time to realize that the plumbing, whether it's to the sink or a toilet or what have you, it's not as simple as the house where it just goes down and over, right? I mean, you're going up, down, sideways. You might even have a circle in there somewhere. Um, so I would say the most common items that we see um, kind of rounding out a, a top five, if you will, is, is leveling jacks. Uh, it's going to, or I'm sorry, slide outs is definitely the first one, leveling jacks is on that, uh, and then plumbing, and then electrical, so stoves, microwaves, things along those lines.
1: Now, I know you, you said that uh, prices uh, have changed a lot post-pandemic, but g- give us an idea of what those repairs typically may cost so that we can know whether, well, is it worth the cost of having a warranty to cover them?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Your your slide is your routine repair on this slide is going to be probably between the ballpark of like sixteen hundred up to about 32, 3,500. and again there's you know your different rigs is it a towable or is it a you know a, a Tiffin Allegro bus and, and those all come with a different type of mechanic along with different types of parts. Um, but I would say your your slides are going to range, like I said, 16 to 35. Your leveling can be incredibly costly, um, but I would probably put that range by around two to four. Uh, and then plumbing, you know, plumbing, just like in a home, plumbing has the, the ability to ruin a lot more than just the pipes or the pieces there, right? If you get water leakage or something like that, then that's a that's a different costs that's not necessarily associated with the repair, but it's impactful to the RV itself. Well,
1: then, uh, so, so it makes sense to try and mitigate those costs uh, if it's going to happen. What does that cost for an extended warranty? And I know there's all sorts of different products, and maybe you could share a little bit about uh, what you would recommend, obviously, uh, that people get to to have the coverage they need.
4: Yeah, we take a lot of pride in being a warranty broker. So we are able to represent a handful of different policies and we try to suit it with our with the individual. Um, different than some of the other things that have popped up recently, or even your standard brick and mortar dealer who have basically one policy or one administrator. We have a multitude of administrators. So I think your, your price point, to your point, uh, we have policies that, Started at a thousand dollars and then you know, get upwards of ten or fifteen. But a lot of that has to do based on the year of the the rig, the value, and the miles. Um, and you know, while we work with all these different administrators, we're able to offer policies for something that was, you know, manufactured in twenty twenty-three. Uh, so a brand new unit. But even if you have something, a towable that's fifteen years old or a rig. Motorhome that's twenty years old. There are policy options out there for you, and like I said, the prices do range drastically, um, depending on you know a, a towable that might be worth twenty or thirty grand, up to an RV that's worth two or three hundred grand. Those price points are going to be a lot different. But the good news, at least something that we're very proud of, um, is not only the, that we have the different administrators, but we also have a lot of different option so it doesn't it's not a one-size-fits-all we try to do our best to educate our clients and then get as much information from them as we can so we can at least recommend what we think suits their needs
1: now you you indicate that you're a broker so you will go out and find the the best possible deals for your customers most people encounter an extended warranty when they buy a new RV at the dealer and the dealer says, hey, uh, add this on to your payment and we'll give you an extended warranty. Um, and that's about as much thought as a lot of us have given, frankly. Uh, so, so before people finalize a sale, uh, why would it make sense to call you guys and give us an idea of, of the financial benefit of, of shopping it around versus taking from a dealer?
4: Yeah, we, so when we incorporated, when, when our owner founded this company, 15 years ago his idea was really to be able to educate the consumer because he started as an agent in dealership and he watched those transactions Um, and there were a lot of things that he did not enjoy about those transactions and I think for anybody who's going out and getting a new rig to your point somewhere during the buying process they're gonna say add this in for X amount of dollars a month
5: one of the first things that
4: we recommend is if at all possible you don't want to roll a warranty into the financing of the rv because then you're going to pay interest and all those things for the next 10 20 you know we've seen 30 year contracts based on the the cost of the rig Um, and then we also encourage no strings attached just to call one of our warranty specialists and to educate yourself on the different policies that are out there you know, whether it's an exclusionary, which is kind of a cover just about everything to elicit, which is a, a much like a more toned down one to just powertrain an engine. And so there's there are different levels, not not only are there different deductibles, but there's different coverages and there's different administrators. And some administrators will say, you know, you have to go back to the selling dealer. Other administrators will say you can't do service calls. And a lot of the negotiation that we have with the administrators for the policies that we offer, look at those things as that's not beneficial for our customers. It might be beneficial for the warranty company, but it's not beneficial for our, for our policyholders. And so we really try to not only fight for the right administrators, but also the contracts that make sense for us. Um, and then we try to educate our clients to the best of their ability so that when they do walk into the dealer, they can speak, you know, knowledgeable about what they're looking for. And then, you know, if they end up going with a, a, a dealer program, that's okay. At least they made an informed decision. Obviously we would love them to come back to us, but really our goal is to help strengthen the the name or the stereotype of an extended warranty because they can be beneficial assuming that everybody is on the same page and the customer is aware of what they're
1: getting. It's great. It makes just so much sense to, uh, like we say to everything, check it out before you have to sign the dotted line so there's no surprises. Uh, I know uh, we've been recommending you guys for many years now. You're on our partners page at rvlifestyle.com. Uh but you've we're doing a special this summer that, as i understand uh people who uh, find you guys through us they can actually get some free road service How's that sure. work
4: we have a roadside um service program that we offer as an ancillary but uh, if you're if you're referred through you guys you know each each new policy will get a year of that the roadside whether it be on your insurance right your triple a or safe farm or even in some of the the contract policies roadside service was never written in the intent for RVs right a thousand dollars of towing on an auto is great but on a on a rig i mean it's going to get you half a mile down the street uh so we we do offer a roadside package that also comes with a 24/7 expert just for a phone call if you are new to the RV world uh or and or you're experiencing uh, traveling this in this fashion for the first time this is a great tool for you know to be able to call somebody to say hey this slide isn't going back in I had this year this make this model and somebody's able to help you in there so not only is it roadside service intended for RVs but it also gives a little extra level of support to say here's a toll-free number that you can call for anything regarding your your rig and we're going to include that for your customers for for
1: June and July. Uh, that's great. So June and July. This is a great time. It's the start of the season. We'll put a link to everything they need to know and any codes they got to enter and all that stuff. We'll put it in the description below. And uh, Jim, uh, I think if, if nothing else, the big takeaway is don't be surprised when you sit down at, at a dealer and they they suddenly say, "Hey, just roll this into your payment." That's that's never really a good idea. And uh, get being uh, armed with better information. Then the dealer is going to be able to give you is uh, something that you can do before you go in to make that final purchase and again you guys do offer uh extended warranties on
4: used rvs as well right we do we we that was kind of the premise of how the company was started and now post pandemic more so than ever there's a lot of people who either purchase rigs and said this lifestyle isn't for me or they purchase them and say i should either upgrade or downgrade And a lot of people don't understand that if I went out and bought my neighbor's rig, I can still get a warranty on that. Right? I still have the ability to get a warranty on that. There is still the the unknown today that the only place you can get an extended warranty is during the purchase moment, literally that you're acquiring your RV from the dealer. But we're, we're seeing more and more people buying a rig, either from RV trader or from the neighbor, and looking to get a warranty on that, on that particular unit. And, you know, for us, you know, we're proud that whether that that rig is a year old or 15 to 20 years old, we'll be able to provide something, but also when the dust settles, what we, our first and foremost goal is to provide knowledge and, and an education on what a warranty covers, what it doesn't cover, And then the different levels that are available based on the criteria that
1: you give us. And and no obligation. They can check it out with you guys and go from there. And if you do something in June and July, that free road service uh, comes into play, which is is very effective. Jim Hoffman has been our guest. Again, we'll put links in the description below. Wholesale Warranties is the name of the company. Thanks for educating us, Jim.
4: Thank you so much, Mike. I really appreciate your time.
1: All right, we'll put a link to uh, Wholesale Warranties in the description below and in the show notes for this episode. And, of course, uh, you can find uh, links to everything we talk about in every episode of the podcast if you go to rvlifestyle.com slash podcasts. And you'll see uh, a tab there also at rvlifestyle.com. Um, and just click on uh, the, uh, the the show notes and you'll find links to everything that we share. Because we know a lot of you are listening and driving and I always worry about people trying to write stuff down <laughs> while they're driving. <laughs> All right, when we come back, we have the uh, RV news of the week, and we have a lot for you this week. Stay with us. Tired of overcrowded campgrounds? Competing for reservations? Paying high fees for sites? Well, ownership is an emerging trend in RVing that just might be right for you. It was for us. Jennifer and I bought some land just west of Nashville, Tennessee, in an incredible collection of mountaintop properties called the Woodlands at Buffalo River. These are 5 to 140 acre properties. Build a house, a cabin, outbuildings, or RV year round, starting at $79,900. It's your property, your way, 100% ownership, and the scenery is breathtaking. You can landscape, garden, bring your pets, build what you want to. There's high speed internet, and it's so private. It's a great place to make your home base. No more calling around for reservations. It's ready whenever you want. They're selling these by appointments, 5 to 140 acre sites from $79,900. There's great financing and big discounts on multi-lot packages. For information, visit MyRVLand.com. That's MyRVLand.com. Welcome back, everybody. Time now for the RV News of the Week.
0: And we have a story that comes from Yellowstone. And how often have you heard, you've been told, stay away from the wildlife? And uh, the national park officials, you know, they try to tell visitors all the time to stay away from wildlife. And we've got a reminder story here that comes from Yellowstone National Park, where rangers had to recently euthanize a baby bison after a visitor tried to help the little bison. The bison cap calf became separated from the herd at Lamar Valley when his mother crossed a river. So a man in his 40s or 50s got out of his vehicle, approached the baby and tried to physically help it get going. And this caused the herd to reject the calf. Despite the rangers continually they try all the time to tell us to uh, leave the animals alone and then the rangers tried to reunite the calf with the herd but the herd rejected it because it had the scent of people on it. People think they're being helpful but you're not being helpful. It's just like when you have leftover watermelon or you have leftover food and you leave it out for the animals. You can't do that. You have to leave them alone. You just can't do this and I don't know how you teach people don't. The calf had to be euthanized, the bison, because it kept going to the roadway and approaching cars and people and the rangers had no choice except to put it down. And so park officials are asking the public for help identifying the man who created this situation. So some people Somebody captured got some pictures. video. Somebody you know it, yeah. Yeah, and so, I don't know, probably get a fine or get uh, restricted from the park, but... Uh,
1: he should never be allowed to go into a national park if he's that idiot, but... Yeah. Okay, um, hey, I do have some good news, and this has to do with Texas. Uh, Texas is adding uh, a whole bunch of new parks, six new state parks over the next uh, 12 to 15 years Um, of course texas is uh, growing in population there's a need they say for more state parks more uh, outdoor opportunities Uh, currently texas has 89 state parks and uh, it has identified uh, where all these new parks are going to go they sound wonderful and we'll put a link on the show notes at rvlifestyle.com uh, there will be a lot of new camping opportunities in Texas. Uh, and um, we'll tell you lots of, we'll even share you a link in the show notes about why we love to go to Texas, especially in the spring with the Blue Bonnets.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's That's awesome.
0: always, always nice. So Oregon's Silver Falls State Park is beginning a new camping experience. And we haven't seen anything like this before. The state park is uh, putting hammocks tied to the limbs of an old growth tree hundreds of feet up in the air so if you like hammocks and you like to climb i guess it's a good place to go
1: they call it a porta lodge
0: well a, sounds a, like a good no, idea No, a
1: portal ledge not a Port- lodge a portal ledge <laughs> <laughs> it's it's okay. a bed with aluminum frames that yeah. they hang in the tree
0: so if you're afraid of heights i wouldn't think that was a good idea 280 feet straight up and i, I think maybe a lot of us wonder about a bathroom uh, be a bit of a hike down
1: I guess you just wouldn't want to be underneath it in the middle <laughs> no, of the I night let's not go I, there. I don't know um, so, so it's sure actually just
0: quite an experience
1: They're going to charge you to go
2: do Oh, you're going to yeah. pay big. Yeah. You're going to
0: pay big for this experience. Um so it's a private company that's um offering this experience at state parks and those interested that you got to hike and climb up the tree offer a lot of money.
1: Yeah, um Anyway, the view uh,
0: would be outstanding. Oh, yeah. And I can see why the young and the young at heart would love this.
1: Yeah, a portal ledge. Mm-hmm. All right, way to go, Oregon. Uh, hey, some of our friends in um, Elkhart, Indiana, where the uh, uh, RV MH uh, Hall of Fame is, uh, they're undergoing now a $3 million expansion. We were there last July. We had one of our meetups there. And uh, we love it. They're adding 36,000 square feet to the existing 100,000-foot hall, So they're increasing it by over a third. And uh, it's just an awesome museum if you haven't been there.
0: Oh, if you haven't been there, you're really missing something. The history of RVing, the first RVs, and... uh, it's an awesome place. You really need to make time, carve it out. It's the center of the country. You can get there. Go yep,
1: there. Yep, the uh, motorhome RV, or it's not motorhome. It's actually MH, which stands for manufactured housing. So it's the RV slash MH Hall of Fame. Um, awesome place, and uh, it's uh, we just can't recommend it enough. So uh, it's going to get even b- bigger and better. Better. Sad story now.
0: Yeah, now we got a sad story. A man died in in a New Hampshire campground last week when his camper fell on him. Mm. The man was an experienced camper who'd been coming to the Sunset Park campground for some 30 years. He apparently elevated his fifth wheel and was doing some work underneath it when something happened and the trailer became unstable and it fell on him. Emergency personnel arrived. Within minutes, they moved the trailer, but the man... Who had camped regularly with his kids and grandkids was dead. So be careful out there. You know
1: we hear of things like this happening once or twice a year, and uh, it's just it's just you just be really careful when you elevate an RV or any kind of car and get underneath anything. It. So um, uh, it has uh, our hearts out to the the man and his family, but. Uh, um, maybe a lesson in preventing it for somebody else. Um, when we come back, we've got, uh, a great tip for those of you who are thinking about selling your RV, uh, some surefire tips that will help you get the most amount of money out of that sale coming up from our friend Brenda of Queen Bee RV right after this. When we're asked what's the most important modification we made to our RV, it's an easy answer. Battle Batteries. Battle Batteries are quality, safe, reliable lithium batteries that allow us to stay out there off the grid longer. Lithium batteries charge faster, they charge fuller, they're longer lasting, they're maintenance free. And Battle Batteries are protected by a 10-year guarantee. Now in our case, they just dropped into the existing AGM batteries that we have. And they'll probably be the same on your rig too. Battleborne battery experts can get those in your rig just like they did with ours. They can also match you up with the right cabling, the inverter, the charger, the solar controller, everything. Jennifer and I swear by our Battleborne batteries. They allow us to boondock off the grid. Check them out. Go to rvlifestyle.com/lithium. rvlifestyle.com/lithium. Welcome back. Time now for the RV Tip of the Week from Brenda of Queen Bee RV. Brenda is a certified RV uh, inspector, and she has just a a great tip for those of us uh, who are thinking of selling our RV. And a lot of people are doing it this time of year.
0: They certainly are. And so take notes, be prepared to write down some suggestions that Brenda makes to help you get top dollar out of your RV.
5: Are you an RV seller who's overwhelmed with the thought of getting your current RV ready to sell? Or are you excited and just need to know where to start? As a certified RV inspector, you can bet I see all kinds of rigs in various conditions throughout the sales process. Here's some helpful advice for prepping and pricing your RV for sale. Info gathering. Start by gathering all of the service records and improvements that you have done as well as from previous owners, including repairs, routine maintenance, oil changes, generator servicing, and new tires. Even if you did some of these yourself, include any receipts or records of the process. Scrub it up. I want you to wash the roof and all of the RV exterior, clean the windows, shine the tires, clean out the cargo bins, and if it's motorized, consider an engine cleaning dust, vacuum, sweep, mop, and sanitize the interior. Then confirm proper function of all of the appliances and the water system, propane system, electrical system, the holding tanks, lights, and electronics. You might even consider a pre-sale inspection by a certified RV inspector. This can be a great selling tool. So pricing. I suggest to start with the NADA website when gathering data to price your RV. Simply input your year, make, and model, plus features and options into their pricing tool to receive some preliminary numbers. Then go compare to other RV marketing websites to see how the competition is lining up. Next, decide if you want to sell the RV privately or to a wholesaler or a dealership. Keep in mind that if you trade your RV in at the dealership, they're gonna offer you wholesale pricing so they can make a profit on it when they sell it. So consider consigning with one of them instead and decide if that makes it worthwhile for you since the dealership will handle the showings, negotiations and paperwork, and they might even take on some repairs. Let's talk about marketing for private sale. Take some good looking color photos. This is a must. Buyers are shopping online first and need lots of photos. Then prepare the listing for uploading to online RV sales websites and social media. Things to include in your description will be the year built, manufacturer and model number, the VIN number, whether it's 50 or 30 amp service, and any improvements and upgrades, mileage, plus all the details you would see in a manufacturer's brochure, the more the better. Some popular websites for RV sales include RVTrader.com, Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist and eBay, and various manufacturer forums. Some of these websites charge a fee and some are free. Showing and negotiation. Safety first when it comes to meeting potential buyers. Consider meeting in a public place like a shopping center or church parking lot, a campground or other public space. If it's motorized, decide if you will allow them to take a test drive with you riding along, of course, or if you want to drive and let the buyer be a passenger. You also want to choose whether or not you're going to be willing to hold the RV for a period of time with a deposit. Be prepared for lowballs. If you decide to sell privately, you'll still get calls from wholesalers and dealers. Have your bottom dollar in mind. Talk with your bank about who holds the lien and the proper way to transfer title. If there's no loan, decide how you will exchange the title with the new owner once payment has been received. Next, decide how you're willing to receive payment. Will it be cash, bank check, payment apps like PayPal, Venmo, or Zelle, or even a wire transfer? And finally, be honest. Think about the golden rule. Treat others as you would want to be treated. Hope these were helpful tips, and I'll see you next week on another episode. Back to you, Mike and Jen.
0: Thank you, Brenda, and we look forward to what you have for us next week.
1: This week now, it's time for the app of the week, and this is an app that we use, I would say, on every trip we get. And the app of the week, by the way, is uh, brought to you by our our other sister blog, um, NewTravelTech.com. NewTravelTech.com is all about celebrating uh, how technology can enhance the entire travel experience, no matter how you're traveling by plane, train, or RV, or just hiking in yourself. Uh, and this is a this is an app called Picture This.
0: And you can't go for a hike or a walk without this app because how many times are you walking along and you see something and you say, "What's the name of that? What is that?" And so this, you take a picture and then it'll tell you with got like ten thousand different. Things in this, and uh, they help you figure out what you're looking at.
1: Yeah, it's it's really a cool app. You, you open the app, and then just point your camera at whatever the leaves of, of whatever bush you're on. Mm-hmm. Click it, and it kind of goes, and it says, that is, gives you the scientific name. And then it gives you its more common name. It describes it. Mm-hmm. It, it tells you all sorts of stuff about it. And uh, uh, we love this app. It works on iOS. It works on Android. It's free. Naturally, like all apps these days, it has premium features available. If you pay twenty-nine bucks a year or something like that, uh, you don't have to get the premium features. The free version works just fine. But uh, try it out. It's a lot of fun to know. You know, you, you, then you can you can just fool people. Say, oh well, that's the common lilac. You know, and <laughs> I guess everybody knows what a lilac <laughs> looks like. But uh, it, it's really good. We found it's very efficient you just take a quick picture of it and it says that's what it is so
0: i absolutely love this app cuz i want to know what i'm looking at
1: yeah and we especially you know long time of wildflowers oh yeah we did a video once on wildflowers mm-hmm. and we used that app and it was great because we you know we actually sounded like we knew what we're talking about <laughs> oh this is the you know the clown bush or whatever <laughs> all right picture this is the app we'll put a link to it in the show notes at rvlifestyle.com and again the app of the week Brought to you by newtraveltech.com. We're returning with the RV question of the week. And this is a question that's near and dear to my bride and lifelong traveling companion's heart. So stay with us. When we're on a road trip, we always seem to find a way to stop at a Camping World Center. There are over 225 Camping World locations across the country. And there's always one close by when we need parts and accessories for our RV or just Electrical accessories, must-have gadgets, check them all out. And again, don't forget, use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 when you visit CampingWorld.com. All right, it's time now for the RV question of the week. And uh, Jennifer, this is one that is solidly in your wheelhouse. It comes from Desiree. And Desiree says, how do you guys incorporate exercise on a regular basis with your RV lifestyle?
0: Well, the number one thing for me to do is to find a local gym. And I love doing that. I know out there you can go hike. You can go ride your bike. You can go climb a mountain. You can go swim across a the river. There are all kinds of <laughs> things you can do out there in nature. But I, I guess because I worked in a gym for 30 years, I, um, I like a gym. I you like are going a in gym there? Rent. I am a gym rat. I like the machines. I like when I go for a walk on the treadmill that there's no slowing down. I set a pace and that's what you go. You don't slow down like with Bo who has to stop every two seconds to sniff things. So, number one, I try to find a gym. You can take uh, stretchy bands, you can take a jump rope, you can take roller skates, I guess, if you wanted to. You can take all weights, free weights with you if you don't mind a few extra pounds carrying with you. There are all kinds of equipments. There's uh, videos that you can take. There are apps on your phone. You can find all kinds of ways to exercise. The,
1: the key is to move, is to physically move uh, and uh, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> this is, that's what she tells me all the time. She says, you got to move. Marriage
0: she, Steps, 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 Michael. Oh, he's so sick of listening to me.
1: Um, Well, it works well with the question of the week. Yes, it does. But but the key is to move. Um, We have become very aware, especially since we did an interview a couple of months back with a woman who's lost her husband because of a blood clot that he got from sitting and driving too much in his RV. So, you know, uh, every hour and a half stop get out of the RV, walk around, stretch a little bit, bounce up and down on your he- on your toes.
0: You do feel a bit silly, but um, you really should do that. I mean, I'm quite self-conscious when I stretch a little bit outside and do a hamstring curl. And <laughs> no, it's just you feel silly acting up like that. Yeah. And um, Bo is not good. I mean, having a dog, you should be able to walk, right? Except Bo is a scent dog. And uh, you go to a rest area, that boy's not moving. He wants to smell every inch of that yeah. property.
1: And in in the RV, you know, you, you, you have to do, you have to, you can't sit all the time. It's just, it's just not healthy. Uh, now, I suppose there is an excess and an obsession, but I'm not going to point fingers. <laughs> um, um, but exercise really is important. And uh, especially as you get older you got to keep moving. And as you get
0: older, consider compression socks. You know, put maybe even younger.
1: Uh, well, compression for all socks. that driving, yeah.
0: For all that sitting, all that driving, even if you have a job where you stand in one spot all the time, we weren't made to stand in one spot or to sit for too long. We're, we were made to move and go here and go there and keep that blood flowing. So um, don't neglect taking care of
1: yourself. So, you got a comment? Do you have a question? We would love to hear from you. We are Mike and Jen at RVLifestyle.com. And with that, we wrap up this edition of the RV Podcast. We'll be back next week with more, and we hope you've got some great camping planned for the rest of the summer.
0: Happy trails!